Welcome to the 10 Degree Shift Podcast, where your host, AJ, shares small 10 degree shifts you can make to improve your business, its people, and culture, one shift at a time. Hello, delicious humans. Welcome to the 10 Degree Shift. This is a new podcast all about how you can achieve more and be more while doing less. It's all about how you can create vibrant, healthy company cultures through tiny 10-degree incremental shifts so that you can truly start to reduce friction and boost flow at work and at home and even in your communities. I'm your host, AJ, and it's a delight to have you join me today. Now, for this introductory um, podcast, I wanted to introduce the model of the 10-degree shift, tell you a bit about it, and just give you a bit of a a framework and an insight into what we're going to be talking about today. And why even start another podcast? I already have one podcast called The Theatre of You that features and celebrates leaders and people who are rocking their uniqueness around the world, but I really wanted to start a podcast that I guess was niched down on company culture and creating vibrant, healthy companies um, for their people and their employees because they go on then to have vibrant, happy, healthy lives with their families in the communities that they live in and therefore globally. And really it was born out of COVID-19 and looking at the impact this has had on the world. And in lots of ways, as a minimalist, a tiny house dweller, and someone who's been studying human potential, leadership, and the way cultures and communities work for over a couple of decades, I guess you could say I'd kind of prepared myself in lots of ways for what's happened in COVID-19. But I also realized how ill-equipped we still were and how ill-equipped the world was for this change and this transition of the new normal. And, you know, in many workplaces today, I still see an addiction to productivity, to greater efficiency and to quick fixes, I guess, things that people believe will bring about streamlined processes, quality improvement, you know, leaner management, all of those buzzwords that get bandied around. And so in the race for faster results and more money, we seemingly have this delusion of getting more done with less. But it is a delusion. And I think COVID-19 has really brought us to our knees and made us realize that we have to rethink the way we work. And having, you know, probably 80% of the global working population now working from, you know, isolation in their homes, we've realized that there are different ways to do this. There are different ways to act, be, and behave. And so it saddens me that each time I entered a workplace, I would see good people working like zombies. I saw people devoid of emotion where their enjoyment or their engagement was not important, where they felt they were suffering perhaps under a micromanaging boss or just a crippling system or even just here in the Western world, the way we work, the hours of the days we work and how that really doesn't always support and work with our natural biorhythms. And so many people I saw were prisoners to the system or the hierarchy that had been put in place in the industrial era. And we all know times have changed. So it's true. We all want to enjoy our work and to feel useful and productive. And we want to add value, right? We want to feel like what we do matters. And yet 
for many people, that's not the reality and it hasn't been. We all want meaningful work and to use our strengths and our talents. And really, we need this. We need this as a society. It makes us who we are. It gives us our sense of purpose. And if we're to avoid this global disengagement that can seriously happen, we really need to look and find a new way. And in some ways, COVID-19 has been a gift, a gift for us to really take stock, to pause, to reflect, to practice slower working and being. The world has never been in this state of crisis like before. And sure, eras before us have experienced world wars and, you know, many cultures and communities still experience that fear and threat that comes from perhaps internal wars and a lot of poverty and challenges. But we've never quite seen something of this scale of a global pandemic where every continent on the planet is impacted. And coupled with that, we add in robots, artificial intelligence and automation, and we see that the jobs, our employment, and therefore our sense of purpose and our livelihoods and the way we act and be has significantly changed. And so we need new leadership. We need a new way of being, and we need some people to seek and show us the way. And there's really no other choice. If we're going to thrive and survive in the future of work, we have to accept this reality. There's no point having apathy or grief or sadness over the loss of how it used to be. It's really just a time to start stepping up and looking at how can we balance people, planet and purpose and still make a profit? How can we create a sustainable future? and truly stay relevant in our lives and our practices and our workplace environments. I'm super passionate about this and I love helping purpose-driven leaders prepare for this future of work. And the challenge, I think, is that it's not the future anymore, it's the now. And the good news is that there are already so many models and people and companies and cultures and communities that are already acting and being this way. There are already models and examples for us to follow of how we can eliminate suffering and create happy, healthy, productive workplaces and communities where there's longevity, where there's well-being, where there's full engagement, where there's um, mental health well-being. Some people say it's impossible, but these examples show us that it's not. And I really prefer, I don't know about you, but to walk in the land of possibility. And I want to create cultures and support people to do that, that are just like this. So you could say I'm a little obsessed and this podcast is going to be all about that obsession. It's going to be here to help you shape your culture, to unlock your people's curiosity, to build empathy, to continue to innovate and to really make work something that is such a valuable part of our life and something that we look forward to. We can tilt the world toward, towards this and we can do it now. And so I invite you to join me as we travel through these um new podcast issues and episodes where I explore all of this content and more. I'm going to be interviewing people who have done this, people who are specialists in their fields and those that are already finding new ways to work and to be.
Now, let me introduce the 10-degree shift model to you. So the 10-degree shift model is based on a whole heap of research and a lot of other people who have gone before me who have done incredible research in workplaces, in energy, in human structures, and in ways of being. So some of those are... um, things like David Hawkins' scale of frequency and looking at the scale of consciousness and what makes more conscious humans and what allows us to thrive and um, survive. Um, There's research from Collins and Porus. There's research from um, Waterman. There's research from all sorts of people who have done amazing work in cultures. It's looking at cultures like um, Zappos. It's looking at Netflix. It's looking at how um, Visa transformed and what DHOC did with Visa. It's looking at just how do we create these new workplaces of the future where perhaps a lot of teams are virtual, where they're not sitting in an office anymore, where they are working from home and where they're still connected globally and they're still contributing in lots of ways to people's family life as well as their sense of purpose and being. And largely, there's a lot in the 10-degree shift model that's actually built on the blue zones. And so there's some amazing work on blue zones around the world, and they have a concept called the Power Nine. And that looks more at communities, communities where there's more centenarians than anywhere else in the world. So people who are living and healthy and over 100 years of age. And so those people, what is it that allowed them to thrive and survive? And some of those things are things like they did have natural movement in their day. They did tend to eat more plant-based diets. They really had strong senses of purpose in their daily life. And for many of them, they also drank a glass of red wine. So um, the model of the 10 degree shift um, bases a lot of the research for it on all of these different aspects. So it stands on the shoulders of many people who have come before. It's not just my concept and it's not new. It's a collection and a collectivity of all of these concepts from around the world, as well as what I've seen and I've experienced as someone who's worked as a consultant with businesses for many years and through the practice of what I do and what I see and what I see works in enabling people and leaders to create workplaces that people don't need a holiday from. So the 10 degree shift model has 10 simple areas or aspects. And you'll see it's a circular diagram and you can check it out on my website, alexandriajoy.com.au. And really what the model does is put all of these 10 areas together. And when we look at them as 10 small, simple things we can do in workplaces, it's when we string them together and create a loop that the strength lies. This is what helps companies go exponential and become superhuman almost in what they do. It helps them sustain their productivity. It helps them create engaged employees and it helps them build profits like never before. And it's not through anything radical. And we've been talking a lot through COVID-19 about this need to pivot and I tend to disagree with that. I don't think we need to be making knee-jerk reactions and major pivoting. What we need to be doing is making small, steady, incremental 10-degree shifts, small habits and behaviour changes, small tweaks to the environments that we're in, in order to support and improve people's experience.
And so the 10 degree shifts, 10 areas include number one, to move more. And we're going to have a whole range of episodes on moving more and the value of moving naturally and incorporating that into a workplace and a work day. Number two is stress less. And stress less is something that's talked about everywhere. And as a meditation and yoga teacher, it's one of the major things I work on with clients um, in looking at their parasympathetic and their sympathetic nervous system. How can we help them rest and digest and get into a relaxed state? Because when we have a clear, uh, centered, calm, physical state, we're much more able to make smarter, wiser, more long-term sustainable decisions. So stressless is the second one. And these are all at an individual level, firstly, that can be taken. The third one is really about green-powered, plant-powered, green-powered. It's about eating more plants. It's about having more greenery and green space in workplaces. It's about supporting people to be more natural, more connected to Mother Nature and Mother Earth. When we eat plant-based diets, we're more likely to have sufficient nutrients and to be able to sustain our energy throughout the day. And then when we have a view or get to see plants and trees and greenery and nature, similarly, we're really woken up and we feel more inspired and more energized. Workplaces that have more plants in them or where people can see out of a window to greenery rather than just concrete jungles really do have a better experience and they are shown to have less stress. The fourth one is growth mindset. And that's all about whether you have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. It is moving towards having an expansive mindset, not one that's closed, but one that's open, open to possibility and what could be. And what's really important in workplaces today is with the amount of change that's going on, it's absolutely critical that people have a growth mindset because the world's going to keep flexing and fluxing. And so we need to be prepared for that. The fifth element of the 10 degree shift is clear purpose. And this is again at an individual level, but it starts to move into team as well. So clear purpose is all around, do I know why I'm here? What's my gift? What am I contributing? How do I want to show up and for what purpose? What gets me out of bed each day? And clear purpose could be as simple as I want to be a good human. I want to tread lightly on the earth. And it could be as grand as I want to contribute to the global goals and specifically one of those. So clear purpose really is what enables people to keep going even when the going gets tough. And the next of the 10 degree shifts is straight talk. And straight talk is about communication in workplaces. And this is where we start to move into the team aspect. And team aspect means, you know, two or more people, whether they're in a workplace together jointly or whether they're doing that remotely. It's so important that we speak clearly and not just how we enunciate words, but how we talk to each other. Are we speaking with honesty? and with frankness? Have we eliminated weasel words or baggage? And are we able to speak our truth and not withhold that? That's eminently important in order to create cultures that can thrive and be sustainable. The next one in the 10 degree shift, and it's also a team 
um, aspect or element is shared values. That do we come together because we do share values? Have I joined a company that I believe what they believe? And do I feel, I guess, that that's an important thing to value and believe in? Workplaces that do share values in the same way that communities share values or people of different religious backgrounds share values really do have more bonding, more ability to have more power in achieving their goals because people are singing from the same song sheet. And that segues nicely into the eighth element of the 10 degree shift, and that's tribe vibe. And so this is about building the vibe of the company and the team. You know, are people excited to come together? Are they collaborating because they want to, not because they're being forced to? Are they thinking of each other and are they, I guess, in a way, having each other's backs? Are they supporting each other to achieve higher? And rather than trying to climb up over a wall by themselves, are they turning and giving a leg up to someone else. So tribe vibes all around the energy of the workplace and how people are coming together and being together. The ninth element of the 10 degree shift is family first. And this is where we start to move into the company aspects of elements. So the last two are company wide. And so family first, you might think is an individual thing, and it is in a way, how do I put my family first in my life? But really, we're talking about it from a company perspective here, as do we have a family-friendly company? Do we have family-friendly policies? Do we say one thing but practice another? Do we say to people, oh, you can have flexible working hours so that you can go and be at your child's school assembly? And then when they go to do it, say, no, that's not available to you, right? Do we encourage people to be having plenty of family time or do we punish them with more work that they need to go home and do at night? So really it's about family first. What are our maternity um, relief kind of options? How do people access those? What do we do if a family member is sick? How do we support staff around being engaged and being involved with their family and not making work and work and life be these two disparate things? And the very last, number 10, the 10th shift of the 10 degree shifts is community counts. And again, this is a company level one, but also impacts at a team and individual. And this is all around how connected is the company with the community? How embedded is giving back and being part of either that's a local community, a, a national community or the global community? How do what we do, um, how does it matter? How does it contribute to society? How does it contribute to today and the future of the world that we all want to be part of? Community Counts is not about tokenistic donations, perhaps once a year at tax time. This is about how we seriously integrate into the world that we live in and how do our purchasing policies and our employment policies and how we spend our profits and whether we hoard our profits or pass them on in the way it's how we do all of that and how do we do that consciously that we are truly becoming global citizens and that our company contributes to the greater good and that we reduce anything that we might do that might be harmful to the community in which we live. And so that's what the 10 degree shifts are all about specifically. And over the coming podcasts, this is season one, 
we're going to be talking about several of these and then in future seasons interviewing people specifically around these. So I hope you're ready to join me on the ride. I promise it's going to be super instructive and practical and be um, giving you tips and ideas as well as bringing you people who are doing amazing things in this space and really leading the way when it comes to creating vibrant, healthy cultures. I really look forward to talking to you more in future episodes. And if you ever want to look for more resources and information, visit my website, alexandriajoy.com.au. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to talking to you on future episodes.